Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for, hang on a second, crap, it is for Muhammad Inappropriate Eclipse Video Shaker. <laughs> I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. <laughs> Thanks to Brian Wolf again this oh, week for yeah. that one. Did I send him that? Apparently, you must have. I didn't even actually pay attention to who i sent it to well i did to an extent because i was like that's hilarious i'm gonna send it to a bunch of people that i assume have a little bit of sense of humor um (laughs) and i think i was wrong about a few people um not that that's a bad thing Uh, (laughs) i just thought (laughs) i I mean i sent it to uh, antonia (laughs) she i don't think she was happy about it um (laughs) and some people were like Dude, <laughs> <laughs> did did you like my comment back? No, which one? I wish you had gotten Baker acted longer. <laughs> oh yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so angry when I saw that. I was like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> um, my friend Sherry had sent it to me, and I was like, "Well, she's a Liberty Movement person, so that makes it okay to send this to more people." Then. You know, if it was a local friend that sent it, maybe I wouldn't have. Right. <laughs> I know, weird logic there, but that's what I went with. Right. Um, first and foremost, let us thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava we will be drinking during mm-hmm. the show. Yep. Bula. Shells up. Bula. <laughs> Bula. Uh, apparently, we don't have any sound. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm being told. Okay. Oh, that absolutely makes sense. Okay. So, since we're already recording and we're live, nobody's going to enjoy the, what we just talked about. I know. About, not, except, not, not anybody. Except for whoever listens uh, right. on SoundCloud. Okay, somebody uh, tell me if we've got sound. Okay, let's hope... Uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're being trolled. Yeah, no we're sound. being trolled. No sound. <laughs> okay, we got sound. We got sound now. Yeah, I hope so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to everybody who did that. If you want to hear what we talked about in the first couple of minutes, you need to. Uh, if you want to hear what we talked about in the first couple of minutes, you can find us on SoundCloud in just a little bit. Um, <laughs> if you go to SoundCloud, it's Muddied Waters of Freedom. <laughs> You can get our intro on there. You can get our intro on yeah. there. Trust me, there was some really good stuff. Brian Wolf, you'll be very happy. Yeah. Um, we can't just redo the opening I know, we can't opening redo now. the entire like, thing. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you and I were just at Low Tide. Yes. And we got to watch uh, the eclipse. Yeah, Solar Eclipse Day. It was. It was Solar yeah. Eclipse Day. And the way I see it is this month... I have been bitten by a spider and lived through a solar eclipse. So if I don't end up with superpowers by the end of this month, I lose all faith in sci-fi and yeah, in comic books and everything else. Because right now, I should be able to do pretty much whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, there was like an Incan prophecy about uh, an an Aryan god of some kind. Yes, you know, 
Speaking of Aryans, <laughs> oh my God. no, let's not get into that yet. <laughs> no, let's let, let's hold off on on, on the Aryan talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so uh, we were supposed to have a guest on, and we want to apologize because he had something come up, so yes. uh, he was not able to join us today. So all of you who were upset that we didn't do a show on. Saturday. Mm-hmm. I forgot what day today was. Yeah, Monday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you who are upset about the fact that we didn't get a chance to do a show on Saturday, we do apologize. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we still got one out to you. Because um, there's a lot to talk about anyways. Yes, there is. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. And luckily, well, not luckily, but a lot happened over the weekend. Yeah. So we can talk about all of that as well. But I did go see the Hitman's Bodyguard on Friday. Okay, I haven't uh, heard of it. No, it's it's got uh, Sam Jackson, Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson. <laughs> okay, and Ryan Reynolds. Cool. Yeah, uh, great. It, well, fun movie. I wouldn't call it a great movie. It was hilarious and exciting and fun. Um, in the first five minutes of the movie, seriously, in the first five minutes of the movie, we're sitting. Okay, we're sitting in the front row, which is awful on its own, just because who wants to sit in the front row of a movie theater? True. But we're sitting in the front row of the movie theater and like no more than five minutes in from the back of the theater. I heard somebody say, bitch, I didn't even touch you. (laughs) And I looked over at the guy next to me and he looked at me and we just kind of, nope, not turning around. (laughs) Don't care. (laughs) Don't care even a little bit. (laughs) I'm here to watch this movie. And then later on, I found out from uh, somebody I know that works at the theater. Two, okay, uh, since they have assigned seating at that theater, somebody was sitting in somebody else's seat, oh. and they came over to tell them to, you know, you're you're in my seat. I don't know who was the aggressor here, but uh, <laughs> the aggressor, the aggressor, because somebody got a drink poured on them <laughs> shortly after. <laughs> Bitch, I didn't even touch you. <laughs> Apparently, a drink got poured on somebody, and then eventually people got arrested. Oh, so my God. I did make a status about that, and I said, that's why you wait to air out your grievances after the credits roll, because now you just paid, you know, however much, probably $45 for all four of those people, yeah. those two couples, $45 for all four of those people to uh, not watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, <That's> funny. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just really, truly a waste of, just a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I recommend seeing it. I hope Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds do a movie together again. Ryan Reynolds had one of the all-time greatest lines that I have ever heard anybody say, which I won't spoil for anybody. But it was so funny. I laughed about it all night long. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah, great movie. Yeah. Well, you know, not great. Like, not Academy Award worthy, but <laughs> I, I recommend seeing it. Yeah. Well, I didn't do anything. No. Uh, I didn't do anything crazy. Uh, but, um, uh, uh, I mean, uh, yesterday was uh, Ron Paul's birthday. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it, was, it was also Lauren's birthday from uh, Muddy Water. She did. I think she did tell me that. Yeah. Also, though. I wouldn't have known if I wasn't there meeting up with Ryan, one of my best friends. I wouldn't have known who the hell you were talking about because I've only met her once ever. I know. She was like, I was talking to her yesterday and she was like, oh, that guy. He was here yesterday. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, she she said, 
he asked me if I was new and I gave him the side eye and I wanted to be like, no, are you new? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's the girlfriend of one of the owners. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren's great. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yesterday I made the post of Ron Paul and it's Ron Paul and Lauren's birthday. Uh, Two great people born on this day. Mm -hmm. Well, and Dimebag Daryl. Uh, now we know. Now we know about you. Mm. Uh, we know everything we need to know about him. <laughs> you don't know Dimebag Daryl. I don't know Dimebag Daryl. Oh my God! Who is Dimebag Daryl? Dimebag. It's one of the biggest name in metal. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> he got killed, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was but, pretty pretty bad. By whom? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember if it was a fan or not, but it was during one, one of his shows. Um, but anyways, yeah, Dimebag Daryl, great guy, great metal. He's sort of the guy that brought metal back during the uh, the 90s, pretty much, when it was sort of like dying, sort of dying out, because metal started dying out in the 90s for a second until it made its comeback. Um, but anyways, um, what else was it? Oh, uh, National Airborne Day, which is definitely one of my favorite holidays ever thank you george w bush for uh making that a day um because there's uh there's not a lot of us uh but it's so cool to get to uh tell everybody about airborne stuff nice yeah people like people ask me all types of questions about like what are you guys trained to do you know like what's the whole point of paratroopers do you guys jump from twenty thousand feet? You know, do you land when you do you land standing? And you know, it's pretty cool, like explaining it and drawing out little maps explaining what we actually do. It's pretty cool. Status comes out basically when it when it's time to talk about jumping out of airplanes into enemy territory and killing anybody that's not wearing the same uniform. <laughs> also, uh, we've been um, accused of uh, being Nazis. Oh, no, see, we, we, we were accused of being Nazi sympathizers, which which is the exact same. My opinion, yeah, it's, it's the exact the same, same thing. Exact it's the thing. exact same thing. Like, I I was talking to my I was talking to my dad about that, and I was like, somebody accused me and Muhammad of being Nazi sympathizers, and there was a brief pause, and he went, "Well, that person just doesn't really know you, do they?" <laughs> I was like, apparently, obviously not. not. Apparently not. If they believe me to be a Nazi sympathizer. And I basically yep, uh, lost a friend over it, whether he's listening or not. Yeah. Um, I'm so, I'm and I wish it over. didn't happen. Um, I wish it didn't happen. That's what happened. Um, I really do think we've talked about this before on the show. Uh, we need to uh, be careful with throwing labels like that all over the place. Like... People have labeled everybody from President George W. Bush to Mitt Romney to um, Michelle Bachman to, uh, what's her name, Blondie, conservative, always on the television, friends with Bill Maher. Uh, Oh. uh, You know I'm talking about. Not Megan Coulter. Coulter and Coulter. You know, like to us now and all, everybody from that super... From neocons to social conservatives to libertarians have now been lumped in with the torchbearers 
from the weekend that actually like being called Nazis and self-describe themselves at not as Nazis or neo-Nazis, obviously, or white supremacists or KKK. And like we got we, we guys, we got to be careful about <laughs> about throwing that kind of language around because uh, I actually started getting anxious, man, because um, and I had to I had messaged some of my Jewish friends and I'm like, do you consider me a Nazi? You know, and like they're thankfully course everybody said one of them said no um and because i was like you know this is one of the it's it's very disarming like what do you say to that no i'm not like but then it's still there like it's still sticking there where it's It's like you're not saying like what the what i what i say now because now whoever the fuck's on the sidelines and doesn't know me is going to be like oh they're Obviously, oh, yeah. so so and so said that guy's a Nazi. So obviously, he must be a Nazi. Exactly. Right, and I mean, we uh, I know we've definitely talked about this before, but we just everybody's been throwing that term around, and you know, we joked about it. It's uh, everybody I disagree with is a Nazi. Yeah. Right, and you know, everybody I disagree with is a Nazi, or everybody I disagree with is literally Hitler or whatever, <laughs> and. <laughs> And which is just a misuse of literally, but, uh, (laughs) but it's not something that we should be throwing around that way. It's not something that we should just, uh, you know, you can't throw those words around because if you call somebody a Nazi, it can cost them, it can cost them so much now as it did with the actual Nazis marching, um, and I have no problem with Facebook or PayPal or anybody saying, oh, well, that guy's a Nazi. I don't want him on my service. I, I don't have an issue with it. No, fuck, that's a free market. Free, yeah, exactly. I have zero issue with that whatsoever. But because of that, I don't feel that, you know, you, you shouldn't. I'm not saying you can't, but you shouldn't just go around labeling anybody you disagree with a Nazi because that could affect their lives negatively just because you don't like something that they've said or done yeah now the other thing that i've wanted to say is and apparently in today's day and age it is not enough to not say i don't agree with nazis like i just kind of assumed that was like an understood like uh y- yeah right like I, you know the earth is not flat <laughs> as proven today by the eclipse. Unless you're a flat earther and you believe that the eclipse was uh, put, it was staged so they could clean the firmament that's covering (laughs) the earth. Um, But, you know, like the earth, it's just understood that the earth is round and you really don't need to try to prove that you believe that. Yeah. You just kind of, it's, oh no, he thinks the earth is round. Um, But apparently in today's day and age, if you don't say, I disagree with Nazis. Yeah. You are one, and I, I just that's, think that, that's, I think that's absolutely insane that you need to actually specify that. I feel as though that's unnecessary, and you it should just be understood. Unless I come out there and say, "Oh, I I am a Nazi," or you know, I'm trying to run run a white supremacist rally. I uh, it should be pretty much understood. I am not a Nazi. Yeah, I agree. Um that that that's uh, one of my favorite memes that I've that I've seen from the since this last weekend um, is uh, have you condemned racism today? 
The one with Jesus? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus popping out of the corner. Have you, yeah. condemned, have you condemned racism? Um, the, uh, the photo that you shared on your personal, well, on your page, and then you, I believe you shared it from our page as well. Um, Which of, one? Of the girl. Yeah. Yeah. That She's was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. It said, I don't agree with, and then it had... Six different symbols yeah. that symbolized fringe movements on the right on the left yeah it was the, like the kkk the nazis uh black lives matter black panthers antifa, antifa and then one that i wasn't yeah 100 percent sure on and then uh on the other hand the other side it says i support free speech rights for all, all the same symbols groups. yeah yeah and i was like yes and, that's and then exactly it said right. bec- uh, and then she wrote because i believe in and she had drew a flag of the united states i was like that's awesome yeah like and that's all any of us have ever said um uh whatchamacallit. Um but it's like it's like in today's day and age to certain people around the country, especially leftists and people who consider themselves socialists and communists, it is you have to come out and say that you disagree with it. Like you must condemn it. I've actually been told that by a person uh, that we both know. And I told this person, like, have you done it? Like, that is crazy. And I said that is crazy to, to have to expect me to every day come out and condemn it. And the thing, the crazy thing is, the people that started freaking out about me and the stuff I posted, I posted that stuff after I shared... Um, that one picture condemning the guy with the 82nd Airborne hat doing what... Um, doing the Nazi salute thing? No, he's... Yeah, so it, it did say Nazi salute, but it, the Bellamy salute? The Bellamy salute, yeah. But obviously, I think we all know what context it's happening in. Exactly. But no, I condemned that nonetheless. Um, and also, I shared a picture of the uh, black police officer that um, was standing there uh, in front of a barricade protecting a bunch of... Ca- uh, it was, it it was looked a, like the Nazis with Confederate yeah, flags. Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah, I don't know what group they were, but I know which picture you're talking about. Yeah, it was the, and, yeah. I sh- yeah and, and, and then I shared one of my favorite anti-racism quotes by Ayn Rand. Um, that woman needs to... I, I wish she listened more to her own words. Like she, had said, she said a lot of great things, but like in practice, she was like, She's pretty racist <laughs> herself, at least. At least I don't know g- against who. Uh, I don't know if she was racist against African Americans or not. Uh, but she did definitely. She definitely was a racist against uh, Arabic people. Um, right. As I've seen, like as there's uh, an interview with her where she called where they're talking about the issues in the Middle East going between uh, the Israelis and the Arabs, and she said the Arabs are uh, barbarians, uncivilized, something like that, primitives, basically. Um, but yeah, there, I shared those. And then when I later come out and I make my post where I'm like, and in my post, I said, I'm glad everybody is condemning, uh, this neo-Nazi movement as they should. But I also hope people start condemning, uh, communism and the hammer and sickle as well. Yes. But. The part everybody freaked out is that second part. Well, everybody that is 
some of my leftist friends because they assumed that I was <laughs> trying to uh, honestly it just makes no sense to me because I've what you know we have both of us have never said anything intentionally racist like that and nobody can ever nobody can say we've ever done that because we're not we're not that kind of people no we wouldn't have the we wouldn't have all these people associating with us willingly if we were and and just because i made a post like that because you know oh something i really did want to say is you know we talked about this before it is relevant to right now you remember um um the well we don't have to get into detail about this Sorry, I'm I'm like everything's in my head right now. Um, speaking of throwing Nazi phrases around, I put an article on Matt's wall. Uh, I think from the New York Post I, I, about the guy who looked like a Nazi and yeah. he got stabbed. Yeah, and he told me I needed to change my haircut. Yeah, because I legitimately would be worried about that. Um, because uh, so yeah, the guy had a long on top, buzzed on the sides. Usually, what he has, um, but. A few months ago, if you guys remember, I don't remember the episode, um, but a lot of my local friends heard about it. And if you're following me or a friend of mine on Facebook, uh, the local Antifa group, one person didn't like a meme that I posted about uh, <laughs> throwing uh, communists out of helicopters, which is obviously a very funny libertarian joke. <laughs> Some people mean it. Like a lot of a lot of alt-writers that post it mean it. Libertarians will post it as a joke. I posted it as a joke. And this person did not like it. Uh, called me Nazi. And then uh, my profile started going around as a Nazi. And I knew this because a friend of mine, uh, Judah, that owns Mad Hatters, is one of the kava bars here. Uh, somebody cussed him out <laughs> and unfriended him. <laughs> because he was, <laughs> Cause he was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, so these people obviously did not look at my profile to see what kind of person I am. Um, so it is legitimately something worrisome. You know, that is something I had to deal with is these Antifa guys spreading my profile around. And both of us and other people uh, that are on the right, center and the right, even a lot of liberals and progressives, uh, well, not a lot, I'm going to say a fair amount, don't like Antifa and their tactics. And that's something that I've been posting about for months now. It, it, it makes me go crazy. I hate Antifa and what they do. I, okay, so much like with I don't like Nazis, mm -hmm. because I have to say that now. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't like Nazis. Uh, I don't like Antifa. Yeah. And I believe that both of them... Like, Everybody gave Trump a, such a hard time about saying there was violence on both sides. That was 100% true. There was violence on both sides. And I am not supporting either group there. Yeah. I, am, I am saying that I don't like either group there. And I don't want either group to gain any power. Yes. I, mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with what he said. No. I mean, he did say one thing wrong uh, on on that day where he said the violence on both sides. Not that, no. Right, no. But what I'm saying is, I don't see anything wrong with that. Oh with, no, with that not statement. at all, not at all. Um, but I don't know if you missed. I it. wanted to clarify before I was called a white supremacist sympathizer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, uh, but he also did say there are fine people on both sides, and I was like, okay. To be honest, 
there might have been fine people on the anti-white supremacist side, um, but it seemed pretty obvious to me that on the the this the other side, I don't know if there were any fine people, um, but he did make a mistake saying there were fine people on both sides. Right. Like, yeah, that that no. part I wasn't a hundred percent on yeah. board with. Yeah. Uh, like, but whatever like him him getting called out on the media so hard for saying there was violence on both sides like there was yeah like there was just accept that yeah except that most of the parties in this situation were in the wrong yeah um and i so i've got so many other things that are running through my head also i was talking to uh my best friend david carter over the weekend he and i've known each other since we were like 13 years old um, he lives in Virginia and we talk like once a month, maybe. And when we do talk, we talk for hours mm-hmm. and we were talking about this situation. So David Carter was born in Louisiana, grew up in Virginia, Alabama, Louisiana. So, I mean, he is, mm-hmm. he's Southern. Yeah. He is as Southern as they get. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were talking about everything and he's like, why do we have to come out and say, we don't agree with the white supremacists and the Nazis. He's like, I don't, say that i'm against rape or murder every day but i mean that doesn't mean i'm for rape or murder every day exactly yeah so it's just it makes i'm like yeah exactly like i don't i don't go out and say oh you know what i'm against people killing (laughs) (laughs) yeah which i am I am against people killing, but uh, and rape, we're and against rape, definitely against rape too, um, and you know robbery and uh, genocide <laughs> and blackmail and uh, extortion, taxes and, and taxes, and uh, what else am I against? I'm against so much, uh, so many other things. Yeah, um, you know, we're against the next war. <laughs> against the next war, many, 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 many regulations. Um, I'm against all of these things, but I don't have to say it every day without people no. just understanding that it, that's who I am. Exactly. And I don't know why it has become where I have to say these things in order, or if I don't say it, people are like, he must be for it. Cause exactly. I'm not like it, it, it just should be understood. I am not. Yeah. But yeah, talking to David Carter the other day, it was such a great conversation. Miss yeah. that guy. Miss that guy. He went and get, he, he made that same mistake that so many people make and he got married and then now I can't ever talk to him because he's too busy with his wife. Um, <laughs> I mean, when I was married, I'm I was, just kidding. Susanna, you're great. When I was you're, married, you're I was fantastic. pretty busy with my wife yeah, pretty often. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, we used to talk like every day for four hours and now it's like once every couple of months for uh-huh. two. Yeah. He's also a doctor now, so oh, I guess he's cool. kind of busy. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, no, you're right. And a uh, a friend of mine uh, also that I had spoken to said um, they weren't happy with that. I made a post after uh, I was in Facebook jail for 24 hours over a joke I made that everybody liked. Somebody reported it, though. It was not racial in any manner, but I was in jail, got out of that Facebook jail. And I said, um, I said, oh, I'm out of. I'm out of uh, Facebook jail. Uh, should I troll with Confederate things or should I condemn racism and Islamic terrorism? Because that was right after the uh, Barcelona thing. The Barcelona thing. And um, the person didn't like it. And the person said, well, 
because anything Confederate means hate. And I'm like, that makes no sense. That like makes zero sense. Like, okay, to some people it means hate. To who... So it's symbolism. And we've talked about this plenty of times before. Uh, the Confederate flag means whatever it means to the person. So it, the Confederate flag to me means something probably similar, different from Matt and everybody else that's listening. I bought a Confederate flag two years ago when a lot of this stuff had started. And I think it's a pretty cool flag. And I, I mean, originally I bought it because I saw that it was triggering a lot of people. Um, but also, well, during my stay in out, your, your troll is just like deep with it. Oh yeah, isn't yeah. It? Like it's like ingrained in you. Like mine's like kind of a surface. Like you could probably wipe it off if you <laughs> wanted to. I'm not the greatest troll in the world, which is why I like don't do it often. But yours is just like it is like yeah. Your your energy comes from yep. your inner troll. Well, also I I I'm able to troll both sides of the political spectrum very easily because of my experience and my ethnicity. So because I'm a minority, you know, Egyptian, I'm able to troll the left on a lot of things. And because I'm a right winged veteran, uh, I can troll right wing people on right. other stuff, you know, like that, that it's very easy to do. And it's really good to call people out on their hypocrisy by trolling them. Um, but uh, whatchamacallit, so it, it means different things to, to different people. Right. Uh, and so I told this person who is a self-described communist, I was like, I don't ask you guys to condemn the 100 million plus body count that has been done by all the communist parties combined around the world from, you know, Cuba all the way to Russia, Russia, yeah, Soviet Union, R- Romania, all these, all, all it, all the ex-Soviet bloc stuff. Um, I'm like, I don't, and because I assume, okay, so this is different worldview stuff. Like, some people think that, and I'm sure we all we all have friends like this that uh, are socialists and communists. Whether you want to admit it or not, we got friends like that. You know it. Uh, I'm. I am okay being friends with socialists and communists. One of my best, one of my, one of our, my best friends is Zach. You know, I don't care. We have good conversations, and I like being his friend. You know, but I don't expect. I would never expect Zach, for example, to be okay with uh, what Mao did and Stalin, Pol Pot, and all that. I don't because that's sick. And when I've talked, when when we've talked, when we've talked about it before, he'll say something like, "Well, those weren't real communists, whatever." I'm not trying to get into that conversation. Whether you know, the point is, he's a Zach, my friend, is a communist, and Stalin was a communist, so they have a shared ideology that goes back to Marx. Uh, and Stalin killed however many people. I don't expect. Zach to be okay with that and I don't expect him to apologize and condemn communist massacres because that's stupid that would be stupid of me to think that he is okay with it and, right. and wouldn't condemn it right I you know we we've talked about Zach commie chorus on the show before um and I know Zach he's a good buddy of mine like 
you know, short little guy. He's cute, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Zach. I like Zach a lot. Like, I kind of look at him like a little brother that makes bad decisions. <laughs> um, kind of like how I look at Adam Freeman, who also makes lots of bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, Zach, you know, even though we disagree on the political stuff, I think that it's understood, and I haven't talked to Zach in a while, actually, but I believe it's understood that there is a mutual respect between us. And while I would think he knows that I am not a Nazi nor a Nazi sympathizer, Mm -hmm. even though he has said I look like one, which whatever, like blonde hair, blue eyes, I get it. I absolutely understand it. Um, I think I believe he's like, no, Matt's definitely not a Nazi. Just like I would think Zach may be a communist, but he does not approve of the hundred million deaths that communism has resulted in. And, I'm just like the fact that you just you don't say something. It's not even that you do say something. It's that you don't say that you condemn some people, which is something that shouldn't need to be said, in my opinion. Exactly. Uh, The fact that you don't say it, you are now labeled one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just absolutely insane to me. Yeah. Um, So you can fix that. Um, oh, never mind. It's working again. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Our one of our monitors is going to, um, it just goes to the screensaver because we aren't moving the mouse. So, yeah, I, I just turn it on, just make sure it's still working. Yeah. Well, part of it too, like, goes back to the, the whole free speech thing, which is really silly again. Uh, to assume because you support free speech for a group of people, then you support what those people are saying. Um, because I guess that's part of the reason why we are we're labeled by certain people as nazi sympathizers or anybody that would agree with free speech for anybody and and yeah i saw some people say well the the people in charlottesville were saying they want to kill all the jews and i was like "Mm." okay insightful speech i i don't know anybody that's ever supported insightful speech like and uh, what they were saying is the Jews will not replace us. So people c- confuse hateful and disgusting language for insightful speech. And that just th- that there's a clear line between insightful speech and absolutely disgusting speech. Calling Muhammad a raghead terrorist is not insightful speech. No, it's saying accurate. kill that Haji is insightful speech right saying uh, that haji supported 9-11 we should lynch him is insightful speech that's a call to action what if i just called you haji that is a great honor <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's 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 the big disconnect of notice from a lot of people on the left that if we support you know absolute free speech for everybody including nazis then we are in support of what nazis are saying why the whole point of free speech is to let them say what they say so we can come out and say the opposite of them and show them how stupid they are right if i think man if this charles this charlesville thing if nobody went out to that thing we would have just been laughing at them on national television and we wouldn't have lost that lady yeah exactly and i mean if if antifa hadn't shown up you know, and the counter protesters hadn't shown up. That would have been a pathetic protest. Yeah, it would have been awful. Look, it would have been just a few terrible. hundred people out of three hundred twenty million are in some random ass 
uh, city in Virginia by themselves. Okay, well, no one one's... is Charlottesville. It's not some random ass city. Come on. It's not like it's Ashburn or something. Yeah. Or Asheville. Yeah. Who claims to be the center of the universe, but they're not. <laughs> um, they really do. That's it. Asheville, Virginia. Oh, really? Is uh, the center of the universe. Uh, that's their city slogan. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's Charlottesville, like Thomas Jefferson, uh, designed UVA. Like it, it's an important city. Tear it down. Tear it down. Tear the entire thing down. But, uh, no, it's an important city and you know, like UVA is there. It's, it's got a lot of history. It's a very cool city. I've been there multiple times, but you know, like it would have been a joke had, the counter protesters not showing up and we all would have been laughing at Chris Cantwell and his ilk yeah. about how it's just like, guys, you can't even do a protest correctly. Yep. Look at you. You're walking around like dumbasses carrying tiki torches that you picked up at freaking Walmart <laughs> and like nobody would have cared. Yeah. It would have just been okay. Yeah. They, they got out, they did their thing, whatever. Like they just look idiotic at this point, but instead they got, the other side they got the other side there and everything got uh ignited and that is where the news came in and mm-hmm. that made it national and, and that s- somehow that march was led right into the other one or somehow the counter protest was pretty much allowed to stand right directly in their way and a what right and then whoever did the stand down call for the police that was a mistake like yeah. they, they, whoever told the police to stand down, that was a mistake. That should not have happened. I agree. That should absolutely not have happened. Um, so basically like everybody that was involved in that from the, the unite the right rally, the counter protesters and the people who were supposed to be there to keep the peace, everybody did something wrong there. Yeah. I am not giving anybody a pass on what happened there. Exactly. But let's take it to, yeah, let's take it to Boston because I want to talk about what happened in Boston over the weekend. And they had the free speech. The Red Sox took two out of three from the Yankees, which was great. Um, (laughs) um, But we, uh, in in Boston, they had the free speech rally on Saturday. Yeah. And it was pushed as... It was pushed as a uh, white supremacist rally by the media. Yeah, even when you read any article talking about the uh, Boston Free Speech Rally, they literally put quotation marks around free speech. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I also saw one that said a white supremacist rally. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, and a bunch of them are just straight up calling it a white supremacist rally. Right. And, and they came out and said we're not. Right. No, they absolutely. Well, duh. I saw a picture of who it was. Like, there is no way those people were white supremacists. Um, if you haven't seen the pictures from that rally, uh, do you, can you pull one up and show it to the people on the camera by any chance? I don't know. Let me see. All right. But if you haven't seen a picture, yeah, if you haven't seen a picture of the people from that rally, uh, it was led by an Indian guy. Yeah. He he was one of the main speakers. Well, the Indian guy, um, I can't remember his name. I think I have it pulled up here. Um, the Indian guy is Dr. Shiva Ayadurai. Yeah. And he is Just a... pull up that picture right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he is a Republican. Um, there's a delay on our camera here. That's fine. Um, so I'm just going to hold it up for a while while we're talking. Um, but... Oh, I can... Yeah. Anyways, 
Uh, he is a. Uh, there we go. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Get a little closer if you can. Yeah. Stretch it out. There you go. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. If you're watching this live right now, um, and you see, kind ah, of, uh, yeah. There, there you go. go. If you're not watching live, um, it's it's Dr. Shiva. Behind him, it says uh, there are signs. Shiva for Senate. Um, one one sign says, for example, no to GMOs. Stop Monsanto. These are not hand drawn. These are like these are these are well made signs. Yeah, they're kind of like uh, those uh, machine made. Um, you know. Uh, anyways, uh, Black Lives Do Matter. <laughs> Shiva for Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. A group of people that are coming out in support of Shiva, Dr. Shiva. He's a Republican that's running against Elizabeth Warren, um, which is really interesting to see the type of signs behind him. Um, but they were most definitely not white supremacists or neo-Nazis or anything like that. And what did we see on the other side of the rally? People with... Uh communist flags and yelling and screaming and throwing of rocks and urine and saying shame to these people 20,000 ish people right I was gonna say it was like 15 to 20 or something like that yeah but yeah like and all of that was fueled by a media that is in my opinion like trying to perpetuate yeah this narrative of a race war that's happening and they're pushing it, and the people didn't even take the time to even look into the people who were going to be speaking and what they were going to be speaking about. And fifteen to 20,000 people showed up to protest free speech from yeah. people who were saying black lives do matter <laughs> and march against Monsanto. Yeah, man. No GMOs. Sad. Like, legit. Legit sad. Yeah. Legit sad. Um, but, you know... When when it when it comes to Nazis, like they them walking around and saying what they're saying, we should use our free speech to come out and call them out on it and condemn them, not relegate them to the underground. You know? Let them air let them air their grievances, let them say what they want, and then come out with a counter protest that is as big as the ratio we just mentioned, uh, <laughs> 50 or whatever. Oh, man, I, I'm not going to do the math in my head. 50 people and 20,000 on the other side. Right. Come out and, and show them they're wrong. Reinforce that idea. Shame them, and they'll change. That's the whole point of free speech. You know, uh, If we start abolishing minority views, whether we know they are good or bad, right or wrong... Uh, we have Galileo with the heliocentric theory, uh, women's suffrage, uh, sex education, um, ab- abolition of abolition of slavery. There are uh, so ma- LGBT rights. There are so many things that are fringe minority views at the time that are now accepted, and we don't know what either it, what is or isn't common knowledge. Because we are living whatever is or isn't common knowledge, it's already been done. The abolitionists have taught us the importance of liberty for the individual to have, you know, control over their body and mind and do what they want. Uh, we know that the sun, the earth is not flat. We know that the earth is not the center of the universe. 
um, because we've already discussed. We also know that no, I was going to say the Earth is definitely just flat. Oh yeah, it's with a two-mile ice wall in a firmament, which is they they were cleaning (laughs) above the white privileged eclipse today. (laughs) Yep, passing over uh, passing over Trump country. Trump country, yeah. Yeah. Which honestly, Trump country is. Almost any line you draw from east to west. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know what the Boston Globe was trying to say with that. Yeah, that that <laughs> was really funny when they posted that. They're like, it's passing mainly over a tr- uh, people precincts that primarily voted for Trump. You know? Well, yeah, it's going over the middle of the country. Of course it is. Yes, yeah, honestly, it's most of the country precinct wise. If you look at it like that, right? Um, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh protecting free speech would protect a lot of these ideas that we either challenge and shoot down or we end up accepting as truth and common knowledge. Um so yeah, we should be we should be for free speech for every single person and every hateful group out there. And if you don't like what some somebody has to say, you either go out and, and protest it or you go away. <clears throat> Sticks and stones may hate may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me is still relevant from you know from that one comedian um uh Steve Hughes Steve look him Hughes. up yeah yes yeah, sticks and stones may break my bones <laughs> oh whatever man whatever I, I, well, I mean you're not American, so I no, guess no, you didn't no. grow up with that saying yes, I forget sometimes yeah but so do you want to talk about the statue sling or do you not want to talk about the statue sling? Well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's all relevant. It's still relevant. It is, and because I do want to talk about the Confederate States. Okay, so I mean, as we all know, like all of this kind of got started because of a statue that was going to be taken down. Yes, and I've heard differing reports on whether or not somebody bought it and they were going to take it, or if uh, they were just going to tear it down. I've heard different on that, and I honestly don't know on the Robert E. Lee statue in Charlottesville. I don't know the answer to that. Um, But, and I'm going to make sure that I properly cite everything that I've got here. Okay. Because uh, even though I properly cited something from our last show, I was told I didn't. And I want to make sure that nobody has any doubt. In an article in the Washington Post... They stated that there was an NPR PBS survey, Uh which is not a right-wing organization (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination. Yep. Definitely not a right-wing thing. NPR, National, (laughs) National Public Radio, or the Public Broadcasting System... Either either one of those you want to go with. They did a survey, and 62% of Americans say Confederate statues should remain as historical symbols mm-hmm. and not torn down. Yeah. Of the GOP, 86% said that we should keep them up. Yeah. 6% Racists! 6% said tear them down. Of the Democrats, 44% said keep them up. 47% said take them down. Which is uh, honestly a... A closer number than I expected. It was, yeah. No, that that actually shocked me. Not as much as this one, though. Yeah. African Americans. 44% said keep them up. 40% said take them down. Yeah. 
And the difference is why it doesn't add up to 100 is the others were I don't know or unsure or whatever or don't care. Yeah. All of those were kind of lumped into that last one, which this goes to show me that most people don't care that they're up. Charles Bar- Okay, so Charles Barkley, famous for losing in the NBA Finals a bunch. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, being made fun of on Saturday Night Live about his... Oh, is he the one that put that video out on Twitter or something? Probably. Okay. Um, he puts out videos on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Um, he came out... In, Hall of Fame? I believe so. Okay. Then I think I know you're going to... Yeah. Yeah. He came out and he said... So they said, what do you think about the Confederate statues? He goes, well, I don't pay them no mind. I don't care that they're up. I just pass by them. I don't even look at them. <laughs> I've got more important things to worry about today than those statues. And I was like, wow, Charles Barkley is a voice of reason. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. The man couldn't even get an NBA ring. I'm just kidding. Charles Barkley is awesome. I, I <laughs> love that guy when he was on the Suns. But, uh, yeah, like Charles Barkley is a voice of reason saying no who can just walk by him you don't need to look at him exactly and i agree with that completely and i will say this locally i did not know about this you're silly mayor christman um oh are you going to talk about the stonewall jackson thing i'm well i don't know um the uh, the plaque downtown yes yeah i did not know this we had a confederate marker downtown Mm-mm. I found out about that the day he took it out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you silly asshole. You waited till this sensational anti-everybody's-a-confederate that I don't agree with wave and to take it down during the election season. It, I was like, it, fuck yeah. you. You're, it, you're in the middle of an election that he <laughs> knows he is probably going to lose. He does that just to gain the votes. God damn it. Like... Whatever, but I, I still thought it was extremely silly. Um, anyways, speaking of other um, voices of reason, there is a an artist. Uh, he's a uh, singer, musician, actor. Goes by the name Dylan Davis. That's Dylan with a Y, because I don't think they spell it any other way. They do. I know a few D-I-L-L-O-Ns. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Dylan Harper. Uh, back on topic. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Davis. <laughs> I'm sure half of my, our listeners are laughing right now. Um, <laughs> Dylan Davis. Um, We've only got four right now. So. <laughs> oh, th- these, uh, this, this man um, personally befriended um, members of the Ku Klux Klan. And, oh, yes, that guy. Yeah and, yeah. and has gotten 200 of them to leave. Leave. Yep. yep. That leave. Uh, he's also uh, not a fan of removing the um, the what you call it uh, confederate confederate, confederate things. Yeah, he's not a fan of it. Uh, he thinks they are history and they should stay up. Um, but you know that man. Like, not only is he not for it, but this guy did more work than a lot of these people are in changing white white supremacists' minds on on minorities. Like these guys are like tear it down, you know the 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 symbol of hate, uh, blah blah blah. Uh, and you have this black guy that doesn't care that goes out of his way to talk to these white supremacists, get them to know him, ask them why do you hate me when you don't even know me, 
and got them to change their mind. They end up they end up leaving him with uh, uh, when they become friends. They give him some of their KKK memorabilia, I guess, for him to keep. Uh, pretty interesting. Like he's got hoods and stuff, uh, robes and all that. Um, but that guy's done more against hatred than any of these other wannabe politicians and all these wannabe people marching around uh, talking about they're anti-hate I mean, they're probably anti-hate i'm sure but you're not doing it's, anything it's to get Darryl, actually reduce daryl davis daryl davis a- according to james ray it's daryl davis not dylan davis i believe it is the the look up both uh, okay. look look up look up look up both guys um it might be daryl davis um anyways uh moving along um yes there's yeah, you know. it's, it's Daryl Davis. Okay, so guys, I apologize. It's Daryl Davis. Um, so thank you to Stat Boy. Yep, for thank, correcting thank our mistakes. Thank you very much. Um, so, um, speaking of Confederate things, right? And I already mentioned how I bought a Confederate flag when all a lot of the stuff was going on. Uh, funny enough, I I saw an article. I think it was on the Hill where people were like talking about bringing down George Washington statues uh, because he owned slaves and Thomas Jefferson because they owned slaves. And man, this is, mm, there's so much to say and we have like eight minutes left. Um, But, you know, look, 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 look. (laughs) This is, this is the only country in the world where where slavery is treated as an issue of race rather than an issue of liberty. Uh, The rest of the world has had just as much and actually more slavery. And people just don't seem to understand that. And not just just black slavery, white slavery, Arabic slavery, Asian slavery, white slavery. That's how most of the history of the world has been. You conquer somebody, you take the women, you take the children, you enslave the men. It's always how it's been. Romans invading, you know, North Africa, same thing. Uh, Egyptians invading Nubia, same thing. That's just how it is. It's disgusting in hindsight, but it's, that's, it's, thing is, it was a normal everyday thing. Nobody, no, not a lot of people thought of it as a issue of liberty back then. Even the Greeks had slaves. Yeah. And the Greeks were the original, uh, progenitors of democracy and citizenship slavery was like absolutely normal uh were was uh what's his name um i'm sorry man uh help me with the any of those three famous greek philosophers aristotle aristotle no yeah none of them were actually none of them were abolitionists so what people need to realize is back then during the times of slavery up until when like abolitionist movements became big it was normal i'm not saying that's a good thing but it was normal and i've actually had to use it sim- a similar train of thought okay cuz a lot of people try to for example discredit islam uh because uh we like and revere the prophet muhammad yet the prophet ha- um had a very young wife of 12 i think he married her at nine and consummated at 12 and so people are like oh he's a pedophile and you know i say to that in hindsight yes but what people don't understand is everybody did that back then 
back then it was absolutely normal people lived people lived very short lives back then so you can apply 20th cent, 21st century um cultural and legal uh logic to what was going on in the 5th century in the 6th century um but it honestly makes no sense it was very normal back then, just as slavery was. So we can't expect to call George Washington and Thomas Jefferson racist because they owned slaves. And I mean, the guy that they wanted, the the, the guy they want to turn the statue down, uh, Robert E. Lee, he was not an abolitionist, but he did not like slavery. Right. And he he, he, he was asked to be the general for the Union. Yeah. And he decided to stick with his family in Virginia. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's. Mainly interested in Virginia, really, than I guess anything else. Um, but he also, I think, uh, he also got rid of his slaves um, that he inherited. Yeah. Um, so he wasn't, he was not an abolitionist, but he was not okay with slavery. That, but I doubt any of those people know that. I mean, that's one guy you should probably have his stats show up. Like, look at this one Confederate guy that didn't like slavery. You know. Um, where was I going to go with a lot of this? Uh, anyways, I, f- I feel like I'm hitting a lot of my points here. Uh, I, th- I mean, I think most of it's... Uh, we have gotten to a point in today's society where people get offended so easily. They get offended if you say things. They get offended if you don't say things. Like, they've got the uh, thing in New York going on right now. In New York City, in one of the, in some of the subway stations or in one of them, I don't really know they have something that resembles a Confederate flag. And when they built it, it was, or when they, I mean, it's like on the wall. I've seen it. It's just a stupid pattern, right? It's a stupid pattern. It's like a tile thing. And when they did it, it was because it was trying to symbolize that New York was the crossroads of the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that, you know, and it's just, it looks kind of like a Confederate flag, I guess, like a little bit. It's like a blue square, like a blue X over red square. And it's just kind of like, all right, whatever. Um, but, and people are like, oh, we need to take that down. And, it's like, and they're going to. I mean, they're, duh. It's New York. Of course they're going to. But, you know, it's like, it's not even what it means. They they did that because that makes the colors easier to see. And yeah. It makes the colors easier to see, and they were saying that New York is the crossroads of the world. Like that—that that was the intention of that design being there. And they're like, "Oh no, that may offend some people, so let's just not have it." Yeah, yeah. It's a crazy time. It is such a crazy time. I, as I was talking with Dave Carter the other day, I was like, "I—I I am really waiting for Ashton Kutcher to come out on like, like." take over all of our phones and everything and be like, man, you guys have been getting punked. We've been doing all of this. <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh interesting times. It is very interesting. The times. muddied waters of freedom. We do condemn racism. We do. We condemned racism. We condemn Nazis. We condemn Antifa. We condemn communism. We condemn uh, white supremacy. We condemn Nazism. Nazi- Did you say that already? I said that already. It's, yeah. good to, it's good to repeat that. Yeah, one. we need to repeat that one because you know I don't want to be called a Nazi sympathizer or a Nazi again. Um, and we condemn all of it. Like we condemn. We just want people to be free and happy. 
Yeah. Like, that's all I want. I want people to be free and happy. I want people to, as long as they are not aggressing on somebody else, I want them to be able to. And so there's an article um, that Jack Hunter wrote about me. It's the one that got me on CNN four times. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he, when he was... Uh, <laughs> there's a one part of the uh, article, actually, where me, Muhammad, I said, right... One of the best things I loved about this country, which you'll you will not see this anywhere. I was talking about my time in the service, and I legit said my favorite thing about sitting in an airplane getting ready to jump is I had all these black people around me, all these I had a Spaniard Jew to my left, Asian guy, white Catholic, Protestants. Like I talk about how I love the diversity that this country has. And that article was back in like 2015. Like, I'm still the same guy. Right. I've never said anything other than that. And Matt's, I say worse shit than Matt does. Yeah, that's absolutely (laughs) 100% true. You definitely say worse stuff than I say. Before we finish, um, I just, because I wanted to talk more about the history of the Civil War, but we don't have time. And I don't want to get into it next episode. Um I want people to look up the Corwin Amendment. That's C-O-R-W-I-N. Uh, the Corwin Amendment. And there is one more thing, guys. Uh, hang in there with me. Uh, in the meantime. It is the moral tariff. Uh, and try to see if there was actually a good side or not during the Civil War. Because a lot of people assume the Civil War... Okay, so, yeah, Civil War, yes. Core issue was slavery. There's a lot more to it than that. The But you, you, need, you need to see how... Was the North actually fighting for the emancipation of slaves? Or was that used as a military tool later? And was the main goal actually to keep the union of the states together to stop secessionism? Do some of that reading. Send me any questions if you have them. Maybe I'll make a little Facebook post about it for you guys to, as a reminder. Yeah, works for me. I'm assuming that's going to be on Facebook.com backslash Muddied Waters of Freedom. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram at Muddied Waters of Freedom, or you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Muddied underscore Waters. As always, we are available on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes, Android, everything. Like, we're, we're everywhere. Yep, Pocket Casts. Yeah, whatever. We're, we're on pretty much everything right now. I can't get on iHeartRadio for some reason. I keep trying. <laughs> but I keep trying. Um. But thank you all for listening. Please like, please share. Let's do one last bula. Thank you to Low Tide Cavabar. Thank you. I B- condemn Nazis. I condemn Nazis. I condemn Antifa. <laughs> the bula. bula. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for joining us. And remember, uh, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs>